This is Bulls Beat on Bulls Unlimited. Bulls Beat is your stop for exclusive interviews, highlights, and the very latest on all sports at the University of South Florida. With today's show, here's your host, Derek Sharp. And thanks for dropping by on your Monday morning. We'll have plenty of highlights from the victory, a wild one on a Saturday afternoon at Raymond James Stadium where the slow starts were solved. Thank goodness, because as you know, the rest of the game after the first quarter did not feature an offensive touchdown. Featured plenty of wild moments that we'll have for you. And the Bulls are 5-5 five and five with two games to go. In the second portion of our show, we'll tell you in detail what happened with volleyball this weekend. It's all good. Amazing victory on Friday night while the women's basketball team was playing. You'll hear highlights of the latter because I was on the call for that. And we'll lay out the situation for volleyball with three matches to go and with women's basketball back in action tonight. The men play on Wednesday, but Jose Fernandez's women's squad going up against Grambling State at 7 o'clock, meaning yours truly will be on the air at 645. Let's start off with football. And, oh, yeah, the slow starts. That's why we harped on it so much, figuring that the Bulls would jump ahead maybe 21-0, and actually turned out to almost be that. The first quarter featured 17 points, could have featured more. Here's how it sounded. Brown to throw, taking a shot downfield, looking for Atkins, and he makes the catch inside the 25-yard line of Temple. Third and goal from the seven. Brown looking end zone, flushed out of the pocket, rolling right. Going to tuck it and run, and he'll get all the way. Touchdown by Brown. Seven yards. That's six for the Bulls. They are on the board less than two minutes into this football game. Wow, you talk about a fast start. And that first ball he threw was so accurate. I'm here to believe they were practicing throwing balls in the locker room, Jim, because that was as spot on as it can get. And that wasn't a design run that took Byron Brown into the end zone. But what happened is the defensive end lost containment. And outside of there, everybody else was in pass coverage, and he was able to just walk into the end zone. Four wide receivers. Brown fakes the handoff, looking to throw, airs it out long. Got a man. It's Yusef Terry. Just his second catch of the year. And he's down to the 25 of Temple. The Philadelphia native getting his first start today. Comes up with a big catch. Fake to Joyner. Brown throwing long. He's got Jaffrey Brown. Touchdown, South Florida. 32 yards. Brown to Brown. And the Bulls are building a big lead in this first quarter. Yeah, welcome back home, USF, right? The deep ball was working. Those were all beautiful passes by Byron Brown. 207 to 27 was the total yardage in the first quarter. Also included a big-time pickup on a third and 14 where they sent four wide receivers to the right and swung it out to Jaden Alexis. Didn't look like it was destined to pick up 15 yards, but it did. Also, Yusuf Terry got the start in this game, thinking that he'd be motivated a little bit extra against a team from Philadelphia, which is where he is from, and that turned out to be the case. Well, the Bulls would not score again offensively, and they would have some chances. They try to get a little fancy at times in this game, and when you score 17 points so quickly, you think, let's open it up. And, well, in the next offensive play, they tried a fake pitch with Byron Brown and got his helmet popped off in a loss of three yards. That was an issue on this day. 12 tackles for loss by Temple, a team that was averaging five TFLs, and six sacks for a team that was totaling 13 sacks in nine games. One of them, again, knocked 
Brown out for a play, and then Bryce Archie came on, and instead of just being conservative, they had him go deep, and Alexis was wide open for a touchdown and got overthrown. Then their next drive, next play offensively, was an interception. So it didn't seem like it was going well for the Bulls. And by the way, the interception came after Temple had cut the lead to 17-10. to As the Owls, you knew they would, started to get the offense going. But the Bulls get a stop, and it looked like on Temple's first punt against the Bulls since, well, since 2021. Because if you missed it, the win by the Owls last year was their first game in 50 years where they did not have to punt and did not turn the ball over. But this first punt pinned the Bulls deep, and you thought they were going to have to give it right back up. But some key plays, boy, the ends of the halves would be important in this one, huh? Here, the Bulls extend their lead right at the horn, essentially. Third and three. Brown rolling to the right. Has a man. It's caught. It's Atkins, and he's got the first down out past the 25-yard line. So a big conversion there, and it'll set up fourth down. They mark it on the 35. They snap with 14 seconds left in the half. Slant pattern caught. First down. High snap. Bullduck gets it down. It's climbing. It's trying to get there, and it's good. John Cannon answers the call. And it's 20 to 10, South Florida. Those are just a few of the highlights reminding you that on Monday late afternoon, we give you the first airing of Upon Further Review, where we give you a full half hour, extended highlights, along with a little bit of myself and Jim Lauk's analysis. And, of course, if you want to hear the whole game, we'll mix in a replay of it on Monday, along with several throughout the course of the week. We will do a little bit more on the women's basketball replay front on this Monday because they're playing tonight, and you might have missed their game Friday. We'll do some highlights in our next segment. But as far as this game goes, first half could have been a lot better, could have been a lot worse, and Temple had the ball to start the second. That's why you wanted the Bulls to get some points there. Boy, Temple had some easy passes over the middle and another pair of wide-open receivers in the end zone that E.J. Warner missed, and it led to a field goal that was wide left. And then next drive, Michael Dukes goes for 17 yards. But, and again, you'll hear these on the Upon Further Review show, but a lot of false starts putting the Bulls into tough situations offensively, including the one that would lead to a fumble. But then the turnovers started to be produced by the Bulls, especially in the third quarter. And their only second-half points would not come by the offense. Temple's offense outscored the Bulls' offense in this game, but they got a pick six, which was large. Here's the turnover fest in a good way because it was the Bulls creating them that was the third quarter. Rolling out, scrambling, throws back across his body, caught first down, middle of the field, but a fumble, and it's picked up by South Florida. The Bulls' Mac Harris picks up the fumble. The tight end, David Martin Robinson, made the catch. It was going to be a big gain, and that ball got pried loose, and Harris... Not the first time this year, right on the spot for the recovery. This one picked off at the line of scrimmage. It's Tramel Logan, and he's going to take it in for a score. Touchdown, South Florida. Tramel Logan showing great hand. Well, how about the big man getting it done, right? And he caught that ball the same way, you know, Amaris Brown Bunkley caught his ball earlier, right? Right out in front of him, high point, two hands, bring it down and pretty much just walked in the end zone. So happy for this defense. We talked about the importance of somebody, right, standing out and making a play. Tramel Logan has played a ton of football here at USF, and it's just good to see it paying off with a big play like that. 2.15 to go in the quarter. 
Warner to throw, long near sideline, picked again. Amaris Brown Bunkley, almost a replay of his first in interception. And I'm telling you, Jim, those have been some of the most athletic catches that I've seen a defensive back make. More on Tramel Logan and the Jugs gun in a little bit, but that A.B. second pick, it's probably unfair I didn't have his first interception, but folks, that was in the first quarter after the Bulls had scored their 17 points, and he and then a sweet run by Joyner down to the 12. Yeah, they had a 17-0 lead and the ball at the 12, and an illegal procedure, which I still didn't see a bull move on a play where they were going to be able to maybe go for it if the jump on the Temple side on the field goal attempt got called properly, in my opinion, but then you miss a 33-yard field goal. But either way, both were great interceptions by Amaris Brown. Also going on in that third quarter, the record watch. You knew that was going to happen, but... Sean Atkins definitely gets his due here. This one is caught at the 35. That's Atkins. So he now has set a new individual record for him. Single game receiving yards with 128. And he ties Rodney Adams with 67 catches. And I don't think they're going to stop and give him the game ball. This is whistles because of the flag <laughs> here. Bulls are going to oh, have yeah. another pre-snap penalty. The offense. Greenwald splits out wide right. Brown to throw over the middle. Got a man caught. Atkins to the 20 and slips down at the 10. Atkins frustrated. He might have got in, but he lost his footing at the 10. It still goes for 25. He's now got 153 receiving. I mean, Jim, I think what we're going to see from Sean Atkins today is a 200-yard receiving day. In a record day, I mean, I want to hang with him tonight because he's the man on campus today for USF. Now has the single-season record for catches. That was number 68. Simply phenomenal, especially in this game. Basically half of Byron Brown's passing yards on a day where, by the way, with those sacks and TFLs, Brown minus 14 yards rushing. That was not part of the Bulls' plan, but Atkins was. Nine catches, 169 yards for him. Yet... Temple would make it a ball game. They would score two touchdowns in and around the Bulls. You know, the tempo is great when it's working. It's not when it's not because the Bulls had two drives. One where they tried to get Izzy Carter involved. That was three plays, lost 16 yards, took only 114 off the clock. You even had another turnover in there, the Brown second interception. If you really break it down, the Bulls had a 27-10 lead at the time. It only cost Temple six yards on the field and about a minute and a half of clock because of the backwards drive for the Bulls. And then their next drive, Naquan Wright had a nice run, but that was it. Four plays, 23 yards, and a minute 40 seconds. Well, the next drive after it became 27-23, and the Bulls got a pretty huge break. Okay, an enormous break because they were headed to another three and out. Things could have gone a lot worse, but fortunately, Temple, which does not commit a lot of penalties, committed some key ones, and the Bulls were able to salt it away, 27-23. Third and 12 from the 23. They need the 35. The Bulls are 5 of 14 on third down conversions. Brown to throw, looking, looking. Can't find anything, rolling out to his left, and he takes a big hit out of bounds, and the Bulls are going to be gifted a first down. 
My goodness, what a monumental mistake by Temple. Brown was going out of bounds. It was going to be fourth and ten. Get Stokes ready to kick. Well, Christmas came early for this Bulls offense. Personal foul, late hit, number 53. Defense, 15-yard penalty, automatic. First down. Zymir Cobbs. We'll see how it plays out, but he could have just cost his team the football game. There. Yeah. Third down and 14 from the Temple 40. Four wide receivers right the running back. Brown will throw. Near sideline. Caught Atkins, and he stays in bounds, and he's got the first down. Atkins knew right where the marker was, and he gets it to the 24-yard line. First and 10 Bulls, clock running with 3.20 to go. Sean Atkins is the epitome of what this program is. Blue collar, tough, hard nosed, resilient. Man, so proud of him. He's got a long, 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 long future ahead of him. Don't, don't really care how it happened. You got to win. That has to be the overall, right? It does. Really, really sloppy in a lot of ways. But you know what? We found a way at the end, and, and <laughs> it's year one. Can you find a way? Can you just keep swinging? And down bodies. And we just keep swinging. We're we're resilient in a lot of ways. We start out fast, and then and then in the middle we we mess around. And you know, I think defensively, for them to answer, I'm really really proud of of our defense and how they just kept swinging and swinging and swinging and never flinched. And offensively, we just couldn't find a rhythm after the first quarter. Found one at the end when we had to. Tremel Logan makes a huge play to give you a touchdown. Caught the ball with both hands. Looked like a receiver. Talk about Tremel. Tramel said the reason he caught that ball is because he spends two to three days a week on the jugs. His process is right. He earned the right to make that interception. Like I, I ran on the field, getting a play call, and it was doing my job. You feel me? God blessed me with the opportunity to get out here and play this game I love, so I gave it all I got, and it's, the results speak for itself. Sean Atkins, today you set the single-season USF record for receptions. What, what does that mean to you to have your name there now? It means a lot to me, but, you know, I couldn't have done it without – the GOAT himself, Byron Brown, and the whole line just executing. But it means a lot to me. It's something I've been, you know, striving for, and uh, my hard work paid off. Best thing that Joey said there was don't really care how it happened. The Bulls are 5-5, five and five, and if we're in a position where we could be nitpicking wins, that's okay. It's better than, well, what it's been the last couple of years. The Bulls are one win from bowl eligibility. We tough go against UTSA this week. The Roadrunners 6-0 in conference, still in that three-way tie for first with SMU and Tulane with two games to go. Then they finish up against Charlotte at home. We'll finish up Bulls beat with some great stuff from volleyball. So women's basketball was a victor there 2-0. They'll be back at it tonight. That's coming up next.